This is Energy of Business Moments with Michael Seip, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet. Hear their stories and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success and get exclusive advice on how to implement their business success into your life and business. Energy of Business Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Michael Seip. Hi there, Michael Seip here, host of the Strategic Advisor Board Energy of Business Moments podcast. Glad to be with you all today. I have a great guest in store for us. Her name is Monica Fullerton, and Monica and I have known each other for a few years, but what's important is she is a strong believer in the strength of community. Having written a book on community myself, I really do like to talk to other people who know the value of community. And in this case, Monica saw the value of a lot of entrepreneurs and business people who are former or current military. And a lot of them actually happen to be spouses of existing military members. And she saw a great community there, but had a need that wasn't being met. And so she has built a business around that called Spousely. And so Monica is here as a guest today to talk a little bit about her ups and downs in business, and more importantly, to talk about what she's learned. So Monica, welcome to the show. Hey, Michael, thanks so much for having me. And yes, I'm excited to chat about all the things. Uh, it is a journey, that's for sure. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, you know, I have to compliment you too. Uh, Forbes named you as one of the next 1,000, and that's a, quite a compliment. So um, you're, you definitely are an entrepreneur and a business person and have achieved some success so far. So tell us a little bit about your business and a little bit more about like how that got going and, and why you started it. Yeah, so I'll give you a really quick background. Uh, so born and raised in a small town in Ohio, I always had these big dreams of becoming the next Oprah because I was always so inspired by the power of community and communication. And I just absolutely loved how she brought people together, shared their stories and really made a greater impact in the world. So I set off to college in South Florida in Boca Raton and I had those big dreams of becoming the next Oprah. So I uh, pursued a degree in broadcasting and communications and then I also started, I did my master's at the same time in business, specializing in marketing. And I had everything planned out. I am a planner. I was like, okay, South Florida is amazing. I had some amazing jobs that I was doing uh, while I was in school. And I had set myself up for success to build a career that I've always wanted. Um, little did I know that love would have other plans for me. And so I ended up getting back together with my high school sweetheart from that small town in Ohio. And he was getting ready to commission into the Air Force. And I remember thinking, what on earth is happening? This is not part of my plan. And what do you mean you're going into the Air Force? I cannot live the military life and pursue a, a career in broadcasting. It just didn't seem possible at the time. And so long story short, ended up going that route. We got stationed at our first duty station in San Antonio, Texas. I was lost. I had just finished my master's. I was like, who is Monica Mahajan at the time? Because we were not married yet. 
And I was like, what, what kind of job do I look for? Like, I can't do broadcasting. Where am I going to go with this? What am I going to do? So like many military spouses uh, early on, you're like just going into a bunch of interviews. You're kind of just putting yourself out there as much as possible. And I ended up landing an amazing job uh, in logistics, but I totally had pivoted. I remember thinking, what is logistics when I was sitting in that interview? <laughs> and so long story short, stayed with the company for a long time, continued to move up, very grateful to, to hold a remote career, making a really great salary, traveling, working with Fortune 500 companies. But I started to realize that a lot of my fellow military spouses around me weren't able to piece the puzzle together like I was, whether it was a career, whether it was, you know, doing something they truly loved, you know, a business, whatever it might be. So I started seeing just what I could do to really help all of the military spouse community see that they can do something they love while living this life. So I launched Spousely which is an online marketplace to shop a wide variety of both products and services, all created by military and first responder families. So sorry for the long-winded answer, but I think it is so important to share that piece because my story is very similar to other, you know, spouses' stories as well. Yeah, that is so true. I remember uh, myself, the, the challenge that my wife had we were newly married as well in the military and and she was trying to figure out what kind of job she was going to have and what she was going to do in a brand new community where we never thought we would be living yeah <laughs> so so it's it is a challenge and um and so tell us a little bit more about what inspired you beyond just recognizing that, that there is that challenge what what um how did you create? What was it that was sort of your vision for these people that that uh, were kind of like you? Yeah, so I had launched a small business myself while I was working my corporate career uh, with my mother-in-law, and I just saw what an amazing outlet it provided from a creativity standpoint, from just being able to have that flexibility and being able to enjoy something outside of you know the day to day and you know, being an entrepreneur, having a small business, whether you're a maker or creator or entrepreneur, like I said, it really provides that flexibility, stability, and creative outlet when needed most. Um, there are over millions, and I will say that again, millions of businesses owned by military and first responder families. And since I'm a spouse, uh, I really have always wanted to truly help other spouses, like I said, see that being a business owner can help you bridge that gap between doing what you love and living a life on the go. So I started doing my market research and I saw that there was just not one, you know, single platform for people to go and shop and support these families. And uh, I just remember thinking, I was actually on a car ride to dinner with a few fellow military spouses. And in that car ride alone, there was a private investigator, a photographer, a spouse that made coffee. There was me that loves everything business. And I was like, oh my gosh, we've got to do something that like really can just amplify this excitement of all of this talent just in one car. And I always said to my friends, that's so spousely of you because it just kind of meant like, wow you are so talented. Thank you for making me feel so special, whether it was a gift they brought me or something that they created or, or whatnot. So that's kind of where the idea came from was I wanted to create a marketplace, an online marketplace where anybody could come and shop and support 
our amazing community. Wow, what a great story. And to, to recognize the opportunity and then take advantage of that and, and follow a passion and an interest like that is really remarkable. Um, so many stories I bet you have, but you know, one thing that comes to mind is is like just like any business owner, whether you're a startup or even been around for a while, that uh, we can be very motivated, but then we can also have some challenges and that yeah. ones maybe that set us back. So for you, now that you've been doing this for a bit, you know, what was a situation or experience you had that really kind of set you back a bit and how did you deal with it? Well, hold on, let me dig deep into my brain because there's been many. So I'm going to pick, you know, one of them to share or, you know, some, more of a high level overview. But I really think it boils down to you don't know what you don't know. And there has been many, many challenges on this journey, to be honest. Uh, I get asked all the time from people, how did you know when the right time was to make that leap into entrepreneurship or when to start your business? And I just now looking back at it and I, there really is no right time. I totally went in blind. Um, I was leaving, you know, a logistics career going into e-commerce and marketplaces and building community. I mean, it was a whole new world. Um, so that also set me up for a ton of learning experiences along the way. And some of them hit really hard. Um, I've had, you know, very high price tag mistakes that I've made where, you know, you, you sign up for something or you work with someone and it just doesn't have that outcome. So I would say without kind of getting into the weeds of it, it really boils down to, you don't know what you don't know. And you learn so much from those lessons where you're literally knocked down where you're like, how am I going to get back up? I just lost all this money. I've lost my pride and everything. Uh, I just completely feel shattered and broken of like, is this is this what I should be doing? I don't honestly know what next step to take. And um, when you're down at that kind of at that kind of level, because as we know, as an entrepreneur, it's just the constant roller coaster. And when you're down, you are down. But what is so important about when you are down is you take the bigger learning lesson in that. And I sure as heck will never make that mistake again. So <laughs> um, kind of a high level overview, but really just uh, the, the learning lessons that have come out of being so broken down where, you know, many nights of just crying behind the scenes, people don't see what you're going through. You still get messages and you still, you know, get things from other people that are like cheering you on and are like, wow, I've seen you everywhere. And you're, you're doing this and you're doing that. It looks like you're just totally thriving, but behind the scenes, you're like, no, I could just use some extra support right now kind of thing. <laughs> so I think, I think it just boils down to, you don't know what you don't know. And um, really being vulnerable as much as you can, because that is the greatest gift that we can give someone else on this path as well, because you feel so alone when you're going through it. Yeah. That you've hit a couple of points there that are very true is that when you do have those low, low moments, you can, you know, turn inwardly and try and try and find some strength that that sometimes just isn't there and, yeah. and feel very defeated and feel like not worthy of actually having a business. And why am I even doing this? Yeah. And so to have that support from outside and building a community that can, can support you. Um, is kind of what you're alluding to there, but I also am, am picking up on the, you know, you can't build that community unless you have that 
desire to create openness or to be vulnerable, as you said, because when we are, we're actually being pretty strong when we step forward and go, Hey, I need a little bit of help here, or I could use some support. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, we want to look like we're knocking it out of the park as a business, but when we're not feeling that way, yeah, we, we do need that community of support. So how did that work for you? Yeah, you know, you you said something that I think is so important that I want to touch on a little bit of something I did learn early on on this journey was um, I worked so hard to make Spousely look as incredible as possible from a marketing standpoint, a branding perspective. And, you know, oftentimes that's what we get held up on. We want everything to look so perfect and to be perfect. But at the end of the day, that is not what truly helps you get to where you want to go. People want to see the journey. They want to be a part of it. And I remember hearing from people only six months into launching Spousely, like, wow, it looks like you guys have been around forever or like, wow, great, great marketing or whatnot. And I'm thinking to myself, like, no, we still really need your help spreading the word. Or like, would you like to become a vendor or a customer? And I think that vulnerability piece is so important. It's not easy. And once I finally came to terms of, this is my first time doing all of this. Let me share it with the world in a way that I can at least help maybe someone else that is walking the same path as I am. And that's what really has been our core of building the Spousely community is we've pulled together all of these incredible makers, creators, and entrepreneurs at all different stages of their business, whether it's just getting started, whether they've been in business, maybe they almost thought they were going to turn the lights off or they're scaling and growing. That's the true magic of when you build a community is you rally around all different types of people, all different stages of business, because what ties you together is that like-mindedness of wanting to help one another succeed. And um, what my favorite piece about Spousely is, like I said, you have vendors of all different sizes, but everyone truly wants to help one another grow and build. And most of the businesses on Spousely also have a lot of give back pieces. And I'm sure you've learned this with, you know, a lot of military connected entrepreneurs are not selfish at all. Most of them have started their businesses because they want to help give back in a way. We have vendors that sell bows that that give a percent back to uh, families that are adopting and, you know, different, different organizations and different things like that, which really, really unites the power of community. Yeah. Yeah. That gives back. And and your point earlier um, is totally valid. And I'm glad you brought that up. Well, speaking of like the, the benefits there, um, you talked about, you know, for vendors or for people becoming more aware of what Spousely provides as a, the CEO, what's something from behind the scenes that, that maybe others don't see, but is a, you know, an energetic high for you where it was created that strong emotion of like, this is why I'm doing this, or this is, this is what really gets me up and out of bed in the morning to, to go and continue on with my day. Yeah, honestly, it's our vendor stories. I have tried really, really hard to get to know as many vendors personally as possible. And obviously, as we are growing and scaling, and we do have over 500 vendors and adding more on a daily basis, it can become you know, it's hard because as much as I want to be that vault of knowing everyone's story, getting to know them, um, it's it's challenging, but that is what keeps me going is their story, is our story together. Um, we've kind of come out with a powerful tagline that has really resonated well with people and it is, we are not Etsy, we are not Amazon, we are Spousely. And together, 
we are truly powered by our nation's heroes and, and we're really, you know, creating this, this force um, of something new that's out there. But uh, to go back a little bit to your question on what keeps me personally going behind the scenes, it really is um, being vulnerable with our vendors, letting them know that I'm just I am just a military spouse myself that has left their corporate career and is trying to build something that will help make a greater impact in our community. And I'm not a robot. I am not, you know, someone that comes with all the answers. Like we're going to figure it out and we're going to do it together. And I think that has really helped not only myself, but our vendors see that this is something we really are building together and we can shape it and form it to exactly what we want to see. Yeah, that a lot of power in that. And the thing that comes to mind too is, you know, we like being entertained as as human beings. We like to hear stories. We like to go to the movies. And why do we do that? Well, a lot of times it's for inspiration. Yes. It, and so when you talk about getting to know your vendors, um, there's a certain energy that comes from interacting with them and learning about them and thinking like, yeah, how can I create that marketplace that is just that much better for them? So you've really hit on something that I think a lot of businesses maybe don't have is, yeah, they've got a vision and so forth, but there's actually some something really powerful behind what others are bringing. They have their own story. And when you have that, that uh, becomes perhaps a little more motivating. How yes. true is that? Oh, that is so true. And I've always been a people first person, whether it was in my corporate career or now as an entrepreneur, um, I'm a big believer in quality over quantity. Um, there's, there's so much more that comes out of being able to build around the right people to be able to have the right outcomes that you want. And even though we might be, you know, not in the millions or whatever it is, if we were to kind of be on that super fast track of growth, what we're doing is we are building from the strongest foundation possible. And that is because we are all literally picking up the shovel every second that we get and we're all building and doing it together. Um, but the story piece, I mean, it is so, so powerful. Honestly, if I could get myself out of the technical piece and the technical side of Spousely, I would be like, doing everything that I've ever wanted. It would be a full circle moment where I can just only focus on our people, their stories and helping them grow their businesses. And like I mentioned early on, you know, my dream of becoming the next Oprah from that sense is really the power of communication because we do have some vendors that aren't comfortable with sharing their story or, you know, being on camera or whatnot. And that has allowed us to kind of step into that light for them and to talk about them and everything they've worked so hard to build. Um, it's truly, truly magical to see what's happening in the community. Yeah. So great point there. And it also touches on a little bit about uh, the strength of having good relationships and Obviously, as a business owner, we can think about our employees as the relationship with employees, but it's more than just that. And I understand for you, you're like, yeah, you would value relationships. So what are some lessons or points that you would love to bring up about the strength of relationships? 
Yeah. Uh, meaningful relationships are everything. I always say, whether it's in life or in business, I'm a big believer. If you get to know your people and you understand what they need, what they're looking for, you know, what their goals are that you can, you know, get to where you want to go much quicker when you truly have that understanding. And I think that's something that's honestly missed a lot in companies and in entrepreneurship. A lot of times, uh, it's always like, it's just me, myself, and I, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. Um, and then corporate, obviously, it's it's more so like, you know, have we hit our quotas? What's the numbers? What does that look like and everything? But if you really take the time to break it down and to really get to know people for who they are, they perform better, they feel like, you know, they're more included, they want to be a part of the journey. And that's something that I've seen with Spousely is our vendors are so committed to building and growing Spousely because they believe in it so much that they have done everything from, you know, having different booths at events and, and having info about Spousely right there, or, you know, talking on different uh, opportunities and things like that. So the more that you help support your people and you believe in them and you just truly want to get to know them, the the greater good that comes out of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's wonderful. Well, Monica, um, you've had some great points here and, and obviously talking a little bit here about the relationships and the value of those. And that's just on the business side. But how about personally, like, you know, having a supportive partner or how do you juggle family? You got twins for your sake. You know, there's some relationships there too. Any advice uh, from a, being a parent? Yeah. So this is something I just recently had my birthday earlier in the week and I had shared in a post about, you know, a couple things that I really want to work on this year um, just because it, it's really hard, the finding that balance. I feel like there's no such thing as finding the right balance, but all we have is a set amount of time in a day and how we're prioritizing different things and working on really breaking that time down a bit better. So for me, yes, I have twins. They're going to be seven next month. And I have an amazing husband who has been my best friend since I was 13 years old, uh, just truly understands and gets who I am as a person and everything that I've, you know, always wanted to be and accomplish in my life. And I think that's so important is having that open communication, uh, allowing one another to have the time that we need to continue building. Um, obviously, even on the military side of things, he wanted to be a fighter pilot. And I remember telling him, I was like, if I'm going to live this life, is there, you know, another uh, path that you would be interested in taking? Because to me, that life is very, very hard. My heart goes out to all the fighter pilot families because it's just, it's a very, very hard life. And that was something that we came together on and made that decision. You know, it wasn't just me uh, putting my own maybe career goals and dreams on the side. It was also him making some pivots to now has brought us together on this open playing field of, hey, these are our goals. This is what we're doing to work together, to be a family unit and to get there. But um, I would definitely be lying if I said I've got it all down when it comes to juggling. I'm trying to work on being present in the moment a lot more. I'm creating more boundaries. I've always been the type of person who will work around the clock no matter what. I live in my office. Um, and now that the twins are getting older, it's getting to the point where they're like, uh, why are you still working or we're on vacation? Can you not be on your computer right now? And I'm like, dang, can't get away with that anymore because <laughs> you're not babies. But um, anyways, it's 
it's really just taking that time to put focus on where it matters most and at what time I need to be there for everyone. Yeah, yeah, great, great point. And the, the part about uh, being present in the moment, yeah. that is the challenge is can we be present in the moment? Um, yes. Great, great a lot harder than we think, right? It's like kind of crazy. I, I, my husband has told me multiple times, like, I know you're physically here, but you're not mentally here in the moment. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. And it's, you come to that, you know, realization where you're like, I've got to make a change. Something has to adjust because that's not, you know, that's not what, who I want my children to see me being as a leader. I want them to see that you can do it all. You just have to find a, a better way to prioritize different things mm -hmm. in the day. Yep. That's exactly it. Yeah. Great. Good. Well, I have a fun question for you. Question is, if you were to meet anybody deceased or living, who would that be and why? Well, I think I've probably given multiple hints of who that might be. Uh, and it would probably be uh, Oprah, just because um, such an amazing businesswoman, very inspired early on. She just had that impact on me at a very young age and has kind of, you know, continued to be that shining light of all the different stages of business that she went to, went through and had expanded on with the media company and things like that, sharing the stories. So I would have to say Oprah. Yeah, very good. Very, very, not surprising, obviously, but <laughs> But definitely a good, you know, what a great, great model to have and, um, and the inspirational piece as well. So good. Well, Monica, you've told us a little bit about your business. Um, what else would you like to share with the audience? How can they get a hold of you or get a hold of Spousely? What, what other information could you provide for our audience? Yes, uh, feel free to connect with me. I absolutely love uh, meeting new people, learning about whether it's a business they're starting or have, have been in or their, their corporate career or life in general. I am just an all-around people person, as I'm sure you can tell. So would love to connect uh, on LinkedIn if you um, would like to check out and support Spousely, whether you're military or first responder connected or you're a civilian, whatever it might be, anybody can come on to Spousely to help make that greater impact. So my ask today is, you know, check out Spousely, see what our amazing community has to offer, whether it's products or services. And I really just appreciate all of the support and love any help spreading the word that we can get. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, great. Well, Monica, thanks again for your time today, taking time out of your busy schedule to be on the show. Appreciate it very much. And I know we have a lot of entrepreneurs, business owners in the audience, and they will take a lot of valuable advice from you today. So again, thanks for taking the time out. Thank you so much for having me and for all of the support. Thanks for listening to Energy of Business Moments with your host, Michael Seip. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode.